Welcome to another episode of Table for One. I'm your host, as always, Ruben Prime. Happy Friday, TGIF. It is raining, but hey, at least it's Friday. Uh, work is done for the week, so you can now relax. You can chill out, maybe watch Avengers if you haven't watched it, and if you watched it two, three, four, five times, you know, do that too. Uh, even though it's raining, probably have plants tonight, but at least I hope that before you go out on your date or you go out to see Avengers for the sixth time or the seventh time, that you can take just a, you know, just a little bit of time. I know time is precious, but you take a little bit of time out of your day, out of your busy days to listen to the show. So guys, I can't say this enough, but thank you to all that have supported me and continue to support me. Uh, shout out all to the newcomers, you know, all the new listeners, especially uh, Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. Shouts out to Stitcher and all the listeners on there. Uh, you guys are awesome. And hopefully you have, you know, become a regular listener to this podcast. And I promise I'll do my best to provide good content because the reason why you're listening, of course, duh, because, you know, I have something important to say and it resonates uh, with you in one way or another. So I'm really glad that you are taking the time to listen to this podcast and we're only getting better from here we're growing getting better learning from our mistakes and you know speaking of mistakes uh before we get into today's topic you know always pride myself in learning from my mistakes and essentially learning and growing and it's been a hectic ride. It's it's been fun doing this, you know, building my brand that is Room Prime TV, making the three shows, uh, you know, the, the three brands, the sub brands that you can say, uh, the Roundtable, which is was was the flagship show, um, that's right now on kind of hiatus because, uh. My two co-hosts, you know, good friends, uh, Agent Neil and uh, Ron himself, uh, just scheduling conflicts, you know, you know how it is. It's, uh, it's sometimes beyond our control, you know, not that much, not that many hours in the day. So because of that, you know, we can't get on and Thursdays when we usually get on, it's been really bad. Uh, to get on, uh, it's like the, one of the worst days, and they, they pulled through it, uh, they, they tried their best for six episodes, uh, they, they, they tried, and, you know, it was a, a bumpy road, but, you know, they're my homies, and my friends, I appreciate them, you know, of course, no hard feelings, because, of course, we still talk, you know, we'll still talk, uh, you know, in real life and as well as, uh, you know, instant messaging. 
So, you know, where no no fighting, no no drama. You know, we clear the air, but at the same time, I don't want this to be the reason why, like, I have any animosity, any uh, bad feelings. You know, because at the end of the day, we all we all have our lives, and not to get you know too 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 personal, but you know, at the end of the day, we all have our lives. You know, where all of us are grown adults, and you know, they're not beholden uh, to me. I'm not beholden to them. Like you know, they came on. Had to kind of sell their heart, and I appreciate them. Like they're, they're awesome dudes. I I known uh, uh, Ron himself for over a decade, and I think that's the longest I ever known someone. There's probably a few that I known longer, but it's, it's in terms of uh, having someone consistent and consistently a close friend and we always have constant communication and, and constant, you know, connection with each other. I can say that's like the longest. So that that's, you know, very cool. And don't worry, the round table will be back. It's just uh right now I'm trying to find a, a co host. I'm trying to find a a co host. Trying to find a suitable uh, co-host for uh, the roundtable because I really love having these uh, roundtable-style discussions back and forth. Uh, you know, friendly. You know, friendly debate because at the end of the day, uh, after it's all said and done, when we leave the table, we're still cool. You know, when we enter the table. Uh, if it's to eat, if it's to have a discussion, you know, at the end of the day. We're all cool, we're all merry, we're all, you know, chums, bros, amigos, compadres, you know, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, just essentially just want to clear the air up. And as well as the wrestling podcast, uh, that's hosted by myself and and Ron himself as well. And we actually have a episode, uh, latest episode, where... We was in studio, <laughs> you know, at his house, and uh, we we talked about a little bit about the draft and uh, well, draft superstar shakeup, same difference, same shit, and we talked about the ratings and you know just funny banter back and forth, and it's the wrestling the the wrestling world. It's it's like. With uh, and I know this is not a wrestling podcast, but I wanted to just get this out. Overall, the, the wrestling, this wrestling in general, I'm very fearful of it, and because of that, I the wrestling podcast may be, uh, it may be shortened, you know, maybe less frequent, you know, except for the big pay per views and uh, whatnot. And I'm just, I'm very fearful. And it's like, wow, I definitely got in the right time doing a wrestling podcast. Because now wrestling is so boring. It's either so boring with WWE, you can't find it. You know, like, Impact. NXT is the only thing that's interesting you have. You know, Impact is good, but not that many people have that channel. 
uh, the Pursuit Channel. Uh, Lucha on the Ground is no more. You have MLW. You have Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor hasn't been that good. Uh, uh, New Japan, it's overall has been good, but you know who wants to stay up early in the morning and you already watch hours of wrestling by the time it hits the end of the week. Uh, so many companies, uh, you know, House of Glory, there's so many wrestling companies. And I know, again, this is not a wrestling podcast, but just wanted to talk about that. It's just so much wrestling that essentially uh, the wrestling podcast may be, it may be less, it may be done less frequent because, uh, yeah, you have, there's, there's always going to be news topics. There's always going to be developing news, but at the end of the day, it's just, I don't know. It's not, I'm not feeling it. And I got to focus my attention on, you know, the other two shows, trying to find a, a co-host and whatnot. And just, you know, I have a lot of projects planned uh, for this month and the upcoming months as well. But especially with May, the month of May is going to be pretty wild. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, I can tell you this. We have a preview, you know, a little, little, little preview. I'll tell you guys, well, you know, May was the uh, the anniversary of the merger of Tech TV and G4 TV. And I'm going to do a kind of like a mega episode. It's going to be maybe two hours, just warn you now. Depending on how much information, how many video clips, and how much of me rambling it'll, it'll be, you'll definitely have that uh, sometime this month. And also, I will be going to the OnePlus 7 uh, launch event in New York City. And I will be there, so anyone that's going to be there, uh, hopefully get to meet you guys you know, hey, even if it's one, even if it's one person, it'd be cool to to see you guys, and you know, just look at new tech. Who who doesn't love new phones, new tech? You know, it's it's one plus, and I love one plus. Uh, still need to own one, but just how good their phones have been uh, lately, and I can't wait to see this one in person. Never been to one of these events because usually they're invite only, but you know I I was able to get a ticket so I can't wait. So yeah, enough of me rambling. It's been like Jesus Christ, eleven minutes. All right, so alrighty, so tonight's topic: social media sickness. And I've said this, mean and Neil and Rome himself. We talked about how social media just gets you real depressed and you know i have a lot of feelings toward this and a lot of uh you know insight because you know we all use social media and you notice how on one side when you're on social media a lot just your mood just changes you're on it a lot you you see people having a good time and me and the guys always said this hey that's not how people are all the time. People aren't happy all the time. Hey, if people were happy all the time, that's good. But, you know, 
you gotta have other, you know, levels of emotion, other ranges of emotion. But besides that, you're only seeing snapshots of people's lives. And especially, you don't know if they're having arguments, you don't know if they're one of them is cheating on, on the other one, or both of them are cheating, you know, with each other, with other people. You never know. So for people to have these high expectations because they see other people and they seem happy on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, especially on Instagram, because you get a lot more on Instagram. Like, I like Instagram because, you know, kind of because of that, you get to see more. You have Instagram stories, which is really cool, very interactive as well. And, of course, you have the posts. You you know, you can post a whole slideshow on there. Uh, Twitter, not that much because Twitter is just a, a cesspool. You know, it wasn't, it's, it's, it's just so, you go on there and it's like, oof, like, you know, I don't want to get into that. But, you know, essentially, because we see snapshots of people's lives and you see all these beautiful people and you got this perception that everyone that's on social media has a perfect life you see that oh wow like i wish i can be like that like this person has you know a nice car you know the sky you know the sky is looking you know really jacked you know really he looks good he can take off his t-shirt i don't have to worry and while i had to wear two t-shirts because you know my my stomach is fucking flabby or women you know they see oh my god like this this female has really nice hair her skin's really nice and she has really you know really nice body but then it's filters and women use filters more because it's a, it's a subconscious thing, you know, it's, uh, you know, women are very self-conscious, so anything they have on their face that they need to cover, they use a, a filter, and I hate Snapchat filters, the, you know, the, the dog filter is gone and passed, I don't know if they still do that, I'm not on, I'm on Snapchat, but I'm not on it that much. Only to only to chat with people, only one or two people. Uh, certain people have their preference to to chat with on social media, so that's you know it's cool. But you know, you you go and you look at these you know these profiles, and they all everyone looks so happy in it, and it's just again snapshots. You don't know what's going on before and after the photos taken. You don't know the person behind the profile. You don't know what they're going through. So when people have these very high expectations, these very unattainable expectations of others because they see edited snapshots, you know, crop, you know, cropped out photos and stuff and, and filters and and all this stuff, you get to feel some type of way. You you feel depressed. You feel like shit because, wow, I this person has this. I don't. I want it. And it just seems so far away. And then you go and you just, you feel, you get out of social media and then you feel so down. You feel so shitty because 
you don't have that or you don't look like that. And before you know it, you just start, you know, projecting your insecurities onto other people. And, you know, that's how you have, you know, quote unquote haters on social media. Like, oh, like, you know, oh, fuck this person, fuck this guy. And then just trying to, you know, spread hate. And as well, these, you know, there's a lot of people on social media that they just go on social media, social media and lurk instead of focusing on themselves, focusing on, you know, their job, on their relationship. Excuse me. Uh, Say focusing on, the, on their job, their relationship. You know, their business, mind your business, it's, 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 as someone uh, wise, older and wiser has said. Uh, you know, instead of focusing on someone else's uh, social media life, you know, you need to focus on you. You need to focus on, you know, your job, your relationship, your health, your mental health. Because if you're on social media a lot and you're not, you know, just worrying about what other people are doing and saying and, you know, you have to take care of yourself, then you really have a mental problem. You have a mental illness. And you see it. You see a lot of people, you can, again, you got the trolls. You got these trolls online that they have nothing better to do. Just to troll and, and, and lurk and, and mess around with people. And... You know, and actually being a troll and, and and just inciting stuff is illegal, by the way. Just to let you guys know out there, all, all the trolls out there. Uh, but you just have you just have this this just cocktail of you see people seeing unattainable happiness edited uh snapshots and when you realize that wait a minute these people you know they may seem happy but at the end of the day everyone has their problems everyone has their struggles everyone most everyone that goes on social media and posts on social media frequently they go on there just to you know just to just to post what they're what they're doing, post what what they're eating, and just to you know just make them make themselves seem more important than what they are. And once people realize that, wait a minute, it's just social media. Don't take it so seriously. Then you know you'll be better off. But just people get sucked in into the vortex that is social media, and because of that, we have this. Social media sickness, and especially when you go on to YouTube, because YouTube is where you're seeing it insanely. And, you know, you see it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that. But I think YouTube is where it, it's it's being hit harder, especially with uh, live stream, uh, you know, super chat, all that stuff. And, you know, you can make a career out of being a YouTuber, being a content creator on there. And, you know, I wrote in my notes, the YouTube slash social media audience is projecting their sickness and securities onto these YouTube 
slash social media personalities. Exactly. They are the audience. Just like if you go on social, you know, uh, another person's profile and you, you look at their, their stuff and like, oh man, like, I wish I can have that. I can't have that. You know, I can't, I don't look like that. It's unfair. You know, you know, fuck my life. And then you get all this, all this, you know, animosity, all this hatred, all this envy and, and all these negative feelings. And then you just project all that, all that nastiness, all this ball of, of you know, metaphorical ball of bottled up emotions and, 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 and just fucked up shit onto, onto someone that you see live streaming or you just troll or you just uh, you know, do all this crazy stuff to them, and you see this more and more often, because the role is a stage, you know, and YouTube is part of that stage as well, you go on, on YouTube, and you see just billions of videos, just millions of people commenting, you know, at a time, you see live streams, you know, out the ass at the same time. And, you know, especially with this this one uh personality, uh Etika, he he's like well, the main reason I wanted to do this episode, but he's not the focus, but he encapsulates um the problem that we have with social media because this is the the extreme. While you have uh, on the one end, where you have uh, people seeing, uh, you know, profiles, face, Facebook profiles, Instagram profiles of people uh, having nice lives, enjoying themselves, and, you know, that's unattainable, and because of that, you you have anxiety, depression, and even worse, like you start getting suicidal that's again the, the one of the extremes and then you have the other where you have people that instead of just wallowing in their self-pity self-guilt whatever then you have the ones that project their insecurities onto that that audience in social media that projects their insecurities projects their their loneliness that their hatefulness and and their their sickness onto others. So essentially they will become what, you know, what they are, you know, the term, you know, I want to, you know, don't stoop down to your level. You know, I'm not going to stoop down to your level. These people that have just, you know, just insecurities, hatred, you know, uh, envy, they try their best to just suck people, enough people down with them so they can feel, you know, they can feel good about themselves. Because, oh, I, I'm able to turn this person that is a well-known personality, that's down-to-earth, you know, attractive, young, you know, carefree and wholesome. You know, well, not everyone is innocent, but, you know, just... Innocent in, in the sense. Not everyone is wholesome. Not everyone is innocent. But in that sense, you know, to them. And then they turn them in, into degenerate piece of trash. 
having them just having them do crazy stuff for money. Oh, like, you know, I got the money, so if you don't do this, I'm not gonna donate. And you see that. And and that's the, the illness. And as well as and I forgot to mention this uh before, you know, with you know, dealing with the opposite sucks. It's exactly dealing with the opposite sucks. You know, it's harder. You know, you get rejected in the real world. So because of that, you go on social media and you're so bowed up. You're so, you know, sexually constipated in the sense. And you don't know what to do because the, the fact that you... You, know, you can't talk to women and you t- can't talk to guys and especially with men, you know, speaking from speaking as, as as a guy, speaking as a man, you know, there's guys out there who, you know, can't get laid, can't talk to women and they can't in real life. And they go online. And again, you have that extreme, you have those, those creeps on on social media but then you they there's again the extreme is that they take it too far and they start threatening and even to the point that stalking and eventually finding them and finding these women that they're stalking and do something horrible and that's because with sex we're told that sex is you know you know Come on, everyone has sex, but just in terms that it's still taboo, and we're still lying to ourselves that all it, you know, sex is natural, sex is part of life, and we're taught, especially as guys, we're taught to to suppress, you know, like hey, like why, you know, why are you thinking about that, you know, that that's that's gross, that's disgusting. And there's no outlet for a guy to, you know, they can't talk to women, they can't get laid, you know, of course, consensual. But that's what happens. And this this all is a, a mess, a pool of, of, of sickness where you have people on one side of social media where they look at people. They see their perfect lives. I'm putting quotation marks, you know, in the air, finger quotes in the air. They they look at their perfect lives and because of that, they want something unobtainable. Because in reality, you don't know what those people are going through. You, you don't know that they're going in a fight. You know, they, they're going through something. That person may be, uh, you know, in his last leg. One, one just one just one shot away from being, you know, on the street or, you know, girlfriend, wife, husband, boyfriend, whatever, cheating on on them. You never know. You, you never know what's going on behind the scenes. It, it may seem perfect, but it's just all to look good for Instagram, all to look good on Facebook, Twitter, all these, you know, social media platforms just so people can seem important than what they are and hey like I, I like posting photos you know i like posting uh you know social you know just photos of myself photos of what i'm doing you know trust me 
when you get that that like, when you get that thumbs up, it feels good. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna bullshit, I'm not gonna be, you know, a hypocrite here, but it's the truth. You got that like, you got that that uh that retweet, repost, that share, it feels really good. And of course, since I do podcasting, you know, I want my my content to, to spread and to be shared and viewed by other people. But in the sense of just a photo of yourself or a photo of you or a meme or whatever, that you get that, that rush, you get that high, like, oh, wow, like, that's, you know, I'm getting a bunch of likes, people are liking my shit, feels good. And then you get the other aspect of people that that just go around and just hateful. They go on social media and just spread hate. They spread their they're projecting their, their sickness and insecurities and and their the hate, you know, again the hatred and their, their envy onto other people, especially with the YouTube personalities. Because if they can get them and degrade them and change them into who they are, then it, they won. And as well as with the with the YouTube personalities, they're out here and these you know social media personalities, what what have you. They have to. They have to. You know, everyone has a gimmick. At the end of the day, you know, it's in a wrestling podcast, but. On social media, everyone has a gimmick. Everyone has like a, a angle that they're trying to pull. Everyone has something uh, that they're trying to sell, so people can come and watch them. People can come and listen to them more. And you will do essentially any and everything possible to keep that audience. So, on one hand, you have people that are coming in and trying to just change you and, and, and F you up and and that jazz. But then you have people, you know, you have the 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 personality, you know, the showrunner, uh the, the host that just essentially, okay, you know, you know, gotta be about it, so I, I gotta do this crazy thing, I gotta escalate, you know, I gotta I gotta drink fucking hundred and fifty proof uh alcohol you know, while I'll go crazy and, and, you know, all this nonsense. And then, then what's, what's going to be the next week? So there's two sides. There's the audience and then there's the content producer themselves that is feeding into into the sickness. And it's a constant loop. You're being, you know, you're being fed, you know, you're being fed by your audience and then you're feeding them. It's a, it's a constant loop. And it's it's very it's it's you see it, especially with these really really you know these personalities with millions of of subscribers, uh, you know money out the ass. You see that they they actually break down because of the because of that. These personalities they break down. They have you know mental breakdowns because of just all this attention just this mental overload of having to uh, constantly do ridiculous things. And this is a quote 
that I keep saying on this podcast and I will say until the end of time. People are willing to do anything, doesn't matter how ridiculous it is, if that means avoiding their own soul. So, essentially, you are doing all this crazy shit on on social media, online, just so you can please people. But in the sense, you're... You're not, you don't want to face yourself. You had to do something crazy and escalate because you don't want to have to face what you did. So you, you're constantly doing that. And also to the next point that brought up the social media personalities and whatnot, that, yeah, they have mental breakdowns, but it's the result of their environment that they're in. So they're not mentally ill. It's the audiences. It's the audience that's going around and telling them to do all this shit. And again, it's up to the person to say, hey, like, I'm not going to do this. Because you do need to have some level of accountability and responsibility. You need to have that responsibility for yourself to be like, hey, I, I can do this. I need to dial it back. Take, take a chill pill and think this over and not do anything crazy, not do anything stupid. I am here, master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch and ah. Master, that's not fair. Because they got to make, they got to get them donations. They got to get, you know, the likes, the follows and all that. They got to, they got to be known. They got to keep the popularity up and they got to please their fans. So they want to do anything and everything to, to keep them. And that's, again, if they go crazy, if they lose their minds, uh, from the result of it, it's cool. Like, uh, you know, with Etika. You know, recently he was um, uh, swatted and to the point that, you know, after, you know, he, he got swatted, he was sent to a, a, uh, to a, you know, to a mental facility where they, you know, they, they check him and of course people are saying, oh, like he's crazy. See, see, he's fucking crazy. He. He's in a straitjacket. People, guys, ladies, gentlemen, when you're when you know you're sent to a mental facility, you you know it's protocol. The people there following protocol because they have to restrain you so that way you're not a danger to themselves and to the staff. That's why they do that. They're just going by precaution. It's standard procedure. You know, and 
his his fans were like, you know, after the fact, when he got out, he was like, oh, come on, man, like, just go back to doing something crazy. You know, that was, um, you know, many of Etika's fans on, you know, online, like, hey, like, he'll, he'll go back and do something stupid, and, you know, he, allegedly he did, I, I then is I don't keep up with these mega celebrities, these YouTube personalities, because, you know, I just know if it's, like, really big and it just catches my attention, then, of course, I'll, I'll talk about it, but, you know, at the end of the day, I just mind my business, you know, it's kind of hard where I need content, but at the same time, I'm not going to just, like, every waking second, oh, uh, this person, if it's not Etika, then who is it? Like, it, it's one week it's this person and it's that person. You know, if it, if it comes up, it comes up. You know, I just mind my business. I just, you know, as they say, stay in my lane and just do my thing. But if something comes up where I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy and I got to talk about it and it, you know, you know, encapsulates what I'm, you know, the the, the whole thing. A certain topic, especially with social media sickness, with depression, with mental illness, you know, I can, you know, bring that up. I can include that. Uh, but yeah, he, he is one of many breakdowns, especially his fans were telling him, hey, go on the dark web. And this is Etika. Etika's friends like, hey, go on the dark web. And you know the dark web. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the dark web is essentially the darker side of the web. But you cannot access it through normal me- through normal means. You cannot use Google, Firefox, Safari, uh, Internet Explorer. Well, <laughs> no one uses Internet Explorer. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know if you do use it for, you know, you do use an explorer for work, you know, so haha, you know, jokes on me. Cause I got to use it for, for my job too. Uh, but yeah, like you had to use this, uh, browser called a Tor browser and that's how you're able to access, uh, the hidden wiki and, you know, but essentially his fans told him, Hey, like, you know, go, Go on, you know, go on the on the deep web. This is cool when, of course, he should have known, okay, something with dark or deep web or or, or the, the dark net, uh, you should avoid. <laughs> you should definitely avoid. Uh, and, of course, he wanted to please his fans. And he did it. I wouldn't have done it. Like, uh, it's like... If you know, if you are able to traverse, you know where not to go, even though links uh, disappear, new ones appear uh, from the hidden wiki, and there's an uncensored, uh, you know, there's like a uncensored, like there's a, a option where you can have all the, all the links be, you know, safe ones, and there's a way to go to all the, the unsafe, you know, all the, the, the dark shit, essentially. The, he went there, and I heard about this, you know, recently. He went on there, and after seeing that, like, 
he just lost it. And I was like, he's a young, he's young. No young person should be going on the fucking dark web. That's, that's just asking for trouble. Or all the stuff you hear, oh, you know, it's not that bad. Like, if you know what you're doing, if you know how to keep yourself protected and keep yourself uh, hidden, you're fine. But if you're just clicking links and you don't know what the hell they are, of course you're going to find something fucked up. And he did. He live streamed. He essentially live streamed him, you know, himself going on the dark web. And it's fucking insane. And of course, people are okay with it. Oh, oh, it's it's fine. Hey, go on the dark web. Uh, hey, go and drink uh, Double Springs, and that's fine. That's a okay. But him, him doing all this other stuff. Oh man, like you know, Etika lost his mind. You know what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But yeah, I would tell him, and, and this is where I talk about that the audience has a role in in the sickness they're going on projecting their insecurities projecting their their self-destructive nature and again as as a person you need to take accountability for your own actions you have to that's un, that's totally understandable and I, i'm always talking about keeping you know keeping it real you know, taking accountability, taking responsibility for your actions. But at the same time, when you have a gun, that's, that's what happens when you make YouTube your, you know, your full-time gig, you know? When you don't have something on the side. When you make this your full-time job, you have no choice but to appease, you know, your audience. Because that's, who, that's who's paying you. That's, that's the people that are essentially uh, buttering your bread, essentially. And it's it's crazy. You you stream well, multiple hours a day. You know you stream multiple times a week, and you start to just fucking lose it. So then he's he's doing this, and everyone is okay with it. But as soon as he he does something, you know, son. Not even remotely crazy, posting stuff online. Oh, he's crazy, and that's the uh, worst thing could do is just, on one hand, just dismiss someone, you know, just outright, but then encourage this behavior, encourage this fucked up behavior. You can't do that. It's kind of hypocritical, and people love to uh, pick and choose. They love to. Uh, produce red herrings, you know, like, oh, whatever, whatever, you know, he's crazy, he, you know, I'm in a straight jacket, and then, of course, the other aspect, oh, I'm waiting for Etika to do some fucked up shit, like, you know, I'm waiting for him to wild out, like, you know, come on, sh- shut up, and, and go back to doing something crazy, and that is something that we need to keep in mind of that's something we got to take notice of uh and also as well as the audience thinks that they owed entertainment because these these personalities are just that personalities and they're here to entertain us and they treat them like they're less than human it seems all the time 
you know, oh, one, one fucking, one fucking week, a uh, uh, content creator decides, oh, I'm not going to post, you know, uh, you know, a YouTube video. I'm not going to post a YouTube video and they lose their minds or someone goes on vacation. Uh, me and uh, Ron himself, we were talking about this the other day, you know, this when um, uh, there was a live stream talking about the whole Attica situation uh, from their point of view. Uh, shouts out to Triforce. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, EMP Triforce, Triforce uh, and Game Master. Uh, dope guy. And he really broke down the Attica uh, situation on you know many occasions. But this one, this week, he really broke it down. And I agreed with pretty much everything he has to say. Because... He's right. Is is a sickness. This shit is a YouTube sickness. However, I do agree, and something that me and, and Ron himself were talking about. Me and him were talking about this. That yes, we need to have some, you know, accountability. And people suck. At the end of the day, people suck because you're on you're on social media, especially if it's your full time gig, and that's why you shouldn't have. You shouldn't make this a YouTube, a, a, you know, YouTube or what have you, Twitch, a full time thing. Do it on the side, you know, you have your, your real job, so you have constant money flowing. And the sun is hard to find a job and to find a, a full time job at that, uh, you know, right off the bat. But at least you don't have to degrade yourself because at least you're not drinking shots for 10 bucks to get medicine to uh do ridiculous things like i remember watching attack of the show and shouts out to attack of the show rest in peace g4 rest in peace uh tech tv but at least you know kevin and olivia they were getting paid you know they were getting paid to do that show you know it's not like you're you're on stream and you know, the only way for you to get, you know, to get fucking donations is to do you know, just ridiculous nonsense. They were getting paid to do all those stunts, getting paid to do all those crazy shit. You know, uh, uh, eat hot dogs and jump into and chocolate pudding and, and drink hot sauce and all that. Like you, you don't have to, you know, they were getting paid to do that. You know, is contract is in their contract. <laughs> You know, it wasn't their contract when G4 was around. You know, you're a streamer. No contract. People don't have to give you money. And if they do, they expect you to do something for for that. You know, and they, uh, you know, these, you know, we, these people out here that, is consume content, not all, but because we're all about entertainment, we're all about just getting our quick fix. You know, they think that they're owed something. In that sense, like, no, like, they're here, you know, they stream when they can, they post videos when they can, they post content when they can. You know, they don't owe you anything. You know, if there were on a, a TV deal, what have you, Okay, but they, they essentially they don't. 
you know they essentially don't and you just you just see the degrade the degradation uh from these people they project their their, their sickness you know they project more of of the toxicity onto these content creators and then into you know the audience as well it's it's a it's a constant loop and also when Etika was, you know, going back to Etika when he was dealing with his breakdown, you know, people were so concerned, like, oh, what, oh, what, what, what is he doing? What, what happened? What's happening? What's going on? What, you know, what the hell? What the fuck? You know, and even when someone is dealing with, you know, mental breakdown, even when they're dealing with something crazy, people are still so wrapped up, like they don't mind their business. They're so uh, nosy and so concerned about, you know, not concerned about their well-being, but just concerned about, oh, you know, what's going on? Like, oh, like, you know, is he is is he dead? You know, is he is he locked up? What's going on? And not understand that this is a human. That they're human first. They're in, they're entertainer second, human first. And people don't, you know, these the audience don't give them that that privacy, don't give them that respect. Like, hey, you know, some fucked up happened to this person. Just give them their space. When they're ready to talk, they'll be ready to talk. And because we we hunger for entertainment, we hunger for for drama, we hunger for all this this fucking this chaos. We we want to see people do fucked up shit. Essentially, we we don't want to uh, we don't want to like uh, you know spend our time doing something positive or watching something positive. You know, you can you can have a stream where you're donating to charity and and you know like uh, games done quick. That's a you know that's a good example. Like money gets raised, a lot of money gets raised. You know, it's for a good cause, and they're speed running. All these different uh, games, especially uh, a the uh, Super Nintendo, N64, GameCube, uh, PlayStation, you know, just, oh man, just nostalgia. But yeah, all those, all those uh, genres of games, you know, and they're doing it for a good cause. Regardless, you know, you know whatever films you have, they're, they're doing something for a, good, for a good cause. But then, more people will watch drama more people will watch all this all this fucking nonsense all, all this you know youtube scandal uh youtube celebrity and drama hollywood celebrities you know all this all this stuff people will watch that more that's why people love shows like the kardashians and uh you know the real housewives and and I love New York and, and the flavor of love and all these shows I'm dating myself <laughs> by saying that. But people love drama. People love chaos when it comes to a charitable donation or, or charity drive. You, you get a good amount of people if it's, you know, if it's, you know, for an agenda. But you'll get people. But more people will go and watch something that's drama based. Or something scandalous because it's free. You don't have to donate anything. 
You don't have to give your money to to watch drama because drama it feels good to you know it feels so good to to see like just chaos and it's, it's like a it's like a fucking car wreck. It's like a fucking car wreck. It's it's something that it's it's horrible, but you can't help but to look away. You're curious, and that's how a lot that's how we operate like we love conflict we love drama you know we we love uh feeling better than others you know so through all the all that projection we are able to you know we are able to essentially uh get our fix of entertainment or get our fix of drama get our fix of just you know, just derogation. It's like the Roman Colosseum. You know, are you in, are you not entertained? You know, in that sense. And we're willing to do anything and everything, no matter how ridiculous, no matter how crazy, you know, no matter if it, you know, drains you of all your dignity. Hey, if I get to do all this, I don't have to face myself, my, my true self. And I'm good. That's why people to deal with their, you know, with their, the void that they have to fill, the huge void, you know, inside them. They go and do shopping, you know, they go on shopping sprees, they go max out their credit cards, they go, uh, you know, they go have sex, they go have, they do tons of drugs, they drink. You know, they, they do something destructive to themselves or to other people. Mostly to themselves. People are, are usually self-destructive when dealing with, uh, you know, levels of depression and, and the emptiness. And when you see that, you know, you, you wonder why, you know, you, you essentially wonder why you see this on social media. You know, before someone dealt with their depression, they they dealt with it. We didn't know, but now because we have social media, people can parade their their you know their mental illness. And for those who who just romanticize or glorify their mental illness to get attention, to get likes, to get retweets, there's truly something wrong with you. If you are dealing with something, if you're dealing with mental, you know, mental illness, if you're, if you're dealing with something really traumatic, you're not going to go on social media and post a long status, just get some sympathy likes. And then when people come up to you or, or people comment, Hey, like, you know, I got your back. What's wrong? Talk to me. And you just, and you just say, Oh no, I'm good. Or, or, you know, you just brush it off. And or worst thing, you just see someone going through something and then you go and post something, you know, something similar. And I'm just here like, wow, like, why would you go post every every time somebody, somebody they know, posts, you know, post something, they go, they're going through a rough patch and they post it. And then that, you know, that certain someone posts that something similar and it's like you're you know you're basically downplaying 
what someone's going through so you can feel important. Like, oh, I'm I'm depressed too. Oh, look at me, I'm depressed too. And it's really fucked up. That's, you know, one of this, this conversation, I hope in the future, a future episode of the Roundtable, that I get to have this conversation because this is something that is good to have back and forth with. It's good to have uh, uh, other insights because this this is one of the topics, one of one of many that I wanted to have uh, conversations with uh, Rome and and Neil because we you know we all deal with levels of anxiety, depression. We all have dealt with that, and it's good to have multiple uh, insights about this because it's it's real. Depression is real, and when you have people essentially either romanticizing their mental illness or becoming mental, you know, purposely uh, just fucking themselves up. To get likes and, and to feel cool because now it's cool to essentially, uh, you know, to be depressed. It's cool to, to have a mental disease. It's cool to have mental illness. It's cool to be fucked up in the head. You know, that way, oh, it can, you, can, you can build character. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a protagonist. I, I need to have a, a, a tragic story. And that's really messed up. There's actually people... That dealing with depression, it actually doesn't matter if you're straight, you know, if you're gay, if you're bi, if you're trans, man or woman, you know, there are people who are dealing with, you know, mental illness. People that die just commit suicide because they just can't take it anymore. And for those who, you know, that romanticize and, and think that it's it's pretty, think that it's cool, that it's, it's the next fashion trend or, or, you know, it's definitely the next social trend to, you know, to basically become mentally ill and, and to just glorify or romanticize it. It's fucked up. There's actually people dealing with shit every day fucked up shit every day and it's like oh you know it's it's cool it's all good yeah it's it's you know i'm you know i'm mentally ill i'm mentally ill it's it's fucked up it's truly fucked up and you know those people need to be identified and shunned and the ones who are dealing with you know dealing with depression with anxiety suicide you know those you know if you know someone that is dealing with that Talk to them, you know, offline if you can, because social media, I feel like social media, especially with, with you know, the age of depression, anxiety, and, and suicide, like, I think it's best to take things, you know, if, of course, if it's, you know, now anyone wants to talk about it, you, you inch them in. You know, you you let them trust you, you know, talk to them. But you always, you know, you always want to be there for someone that's going through going through something because it's real. You know, anxiety, I, I deal with anxiety, you know, at times. 
And I just learned sometimes you just have to go through with something. You just got to know when to pick your battles. Yeah, essentially, you got to know when to pick your battles. You need to know where, okay, I need, I need to know my limits, you know, my strengths, my weaknesses. And I just take it one day at a time. And you got to have that good, you know, support. You know, you got to have friends that care about you, friends that are around you, because this, this is it's real. And sometimes we need to get away from social media. Social media and depression and anxiety uh, does not mix. Because you see, you go on social media and you see that everyone has, you know, snap, you know, snapshot lives, these perfect snapshot lives, and it's unattainable. You see that and, you know, you feel depressed. You feel down about yourself. You, you, you feel down and out. You know, like the song, Cameron and Kanye West. Uh, you, you just feel like shit because you see people living their best life and you're not. And because of it, you start to feel depressed. So the best thing to do is to understand that. A, social media is not that serious. B, you need to limit your time on social media. You know, go outside, you know, interact with more people. You know, if, you know, you have anxiety, you know, you don't like being around crowds, you know, baby steps. You know, talk to a friend, you know, talk to, talk to someone but you know, just don't stay hidden. Don't stay balled up. Don't be on social media a lot. You know, don't be in positions where your anxiety will go through the roof. Uh, you feel suicidal. You know, talk to someone. You know, there's hotlines. You know, suicide prevention hotlines. You know, there's people who are willing to you know to talk. You know, to talk to you. You know, and listen. I think the thing is that we need to like we need to be listened to, not talked to, but we need to be listened to. And I think once people are heard, people vent their their frustrations and people vent how they're feeling to other people, and that weight just comes right off their shoulders. They feel much better because they they express themselves. Someone was there to listen, they talked, and they feel a little bit better. And that's the important thing, is to just let it out, just to express yourself. Don't be uh, constipated, you know, emotionally constipated. Just, you know, let your feelings be known, express how you feel, and before that, you feel a little bit better, and, you know, you're you came back from the brink and one more thing before I, I close it out for the night. So facts and t- uh, statistics got a, a course, uh, put them in here. Uh, anxiety disorders. This is from anxiety and depression association of America, ADAA.org. Uh, anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the U S Affecting for uh, 40 million adults in the U.S. age 18 and older, or 18.1% of the population every year. 
Anxiety disorders are very treatable, yet only 36.9% of those suffering receive treatment. People with anxiety disorders are three to five times more likely to go uh, to the doctor six and six more times likely to be hospitalized for psychiatric disorders than those who do not suffer from any anxiety disorders. Anxiety disorders develop from a complex set of risks, including genetics, brain chemistry, personality, and life events. Let's see. Get some facts. Uh, okay, anxiety and depression is not uncommon for some with anxiety disorder to also suffer from depression or vice versa. Nearly one half of those diagnosed with depression are also diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. Okay, here go with the facts. Generalized anxiety disorder, or GAD. Uh, GAD affects six. 0.8 million adults, or 3.1 of the U.S. population, yet only 43.2% are receiving treatment. Women are twice as likely to be affected as men. JD also co-occurs with major depression. Panic disorder. Uh, PD affects 6 million adults, or 2.7% of the U.S. population. Women are twice as likely to be affected than men. Social anxiety disorder. Uh, SAD, SAD, affects 15 million adults or 6.8 of the U.S. population. SAD is equally common along men and women. Uh, uh, typically begins around the age of 13. According to a 2007 ADAA survey, 36% of people with social anxiety disorder report experiencing symptoms for 10 or more years before seeking help. So, you know, of course, it takes a while. Like, you don't, you never know. It could be a friend, a family member that has dealt with depression, with you know, with social, you know, social anxiety, forever, and you never knew. You know, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, specific phobias affect 19 million adults, or 8.7 percent of the U.S. population. Women are twice more likely to be affected as men. Symptoms symptoms typically be, begin in childhood, averaging uh, age of onset is seven years old. Excessive compulsive disorder, or OCD, and tr- tr- uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, are closely related to anxiety disorders, which may some experience at the same time, along with depression. Excessive compulsive disorder, OCD, I have this, by the way. OCD affects 2.2 million adults, or 1% of the U.S. population. OCD is equally common along men and women. The average age of onset is 19, with 25% of cases occurring by age of 14. One of well, one third of afflicted, uh, affected adults first experience symptoms in childhood. And PTSD... Ooh, affects 7.7 million adults or 3.5% of the population, U.S. population. Women are more likely to be affected more than men. Rape is most, and trigger words, apologize, uh, is most likely a trigger of PTSD. 65% of men and 49% of women who are raped about the disorder. Childhood sexual abuse is a strong uh, predicator of lifetime likelihood of developing uh, PTSD. Uh, major depressive disorder. 
a leading cause of disabilities and uh sorry I lost my lost my place uh disability in the US for ages uh 15 to 43.3 uh MDD affects more than 6 uh 16.1 million Americans American adults or about 6.7% of the US population age 18 and older in the given year while major depression disorder, depressive disorder can develop in any age medium age of onset is 32.5 32 and a half years old uh more prevalent in women than men uh so so many oh this is the last one uh uh persistent depressive disorder or pdd uh formerly called this ah uh, this word i know this word Dysmenia, butcher that, but it's a form of depression usually continues for at least two years, affects approximately 1.5% of the U.S. population, age 18 or older, in in a given year, about 3.3 million adults, American adults. Only 61.7% of adults with MDD are, are receiving treatment. The average age of onset is 31 years old. And this is from the National Institute of Mental Health. So, needed to get those out of the way because uh, it's very important to put some facts and statistics on here. Uh, you gotta, you know, I put my my take on things, but when you put the numbers in there, it really, uh, you know, encapsulates. Uh, the issue, and there's a lot more facts and, and statistics. There are too many, but it's important that we know this. So, I'm a call to a night, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for bearing with me. Uh, the rain stopped. Good news. Stop raining finally. Uh, you can, of course, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, by looking up Ruben Prime TV. Same name as a same name as a podcast. Uh, you can send your questions and inquiries and what have you to my email, RubenPrimeTV at gmail dot com. You can listen to this podcast and many other episodes of my podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and now Stitcher. Just search for Room Prime TV. Of course, all these links will be in the description below of each episode. So that being said, I'm going to shut the help now. I've been rambling talking facts figures for a while now so with that being said for myself Ruben Prime this has been another episode of Table for One I bid you adieu and good night and have a good weekend guys